Good evening and welcome to The Obelisk. Tonight's guest is Dan Shukas. Dan is a writer, musician, visual artist, and podcaster currently based in Summit County, Colorado. After being interested in paranormal and spiritual subjects since early childhood, Dan's journey into the esoteric was jump-started by a snowboarding accident in 2008, which led to his lifelong pursuit of seeking esoteric truths and attempting to live his true will. In December 2018, Dan started the Cosmic Keys podcast with his co-host Scarlett Ravenswood, where they have been giving weekly tarot and astrology forecasts for the week ahead and interviewing guests on the subject of spirituality, the paranormal, and the occult. Dan, welcome oh, back old. to the show. Yeah, I know it's old. <laughs> Dan, Thanks, God. I was, didn't I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was like, "That's that was 2020, Dan, talking. <laughs> That's so 2020. So <laughs> fill us in. <laughs> bring I mean, us up to speed. There's really nothing to bring up to speed, but I think I'm a little more cynical now because I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, it's good to be here. It's great to be back with you guys. And dude, we're we're all black pilled by this at this point. Oh yeah, there's no, no color anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep seeing the phrase clown pilled. That's how I feel right now. It's clown pilled. It's yeah. awesome. Clown pilled. You know the the red and the blue pilled is so racist. We, we had to go to clowns and black. I'm Have seeing you... like DMT jesters everywhere. <laughs> oh lord. Okay, so you're in the land of Colorado, correct? Yeah, yeah. So what kind, I want to jump right in with this. Mm -hmm. So what kind of, over this period of, since you've been there, and you kind of went during the beginning of all the crazy, what are the changes you've noticed in the, in the outer world around you? That's a really interesting question, because I moved from Chicago and um, had my like city sensibilities and all that. And I live in a mountain town. It's like a ski town. And at the end of the day, most of the jobs are kind of blue collar and um, like handiwork and um, practical things to like clean hotel rooms, like flip vacation rentals. And it's just like really kind of salt of the earth economy up here. So on the one hand, most of the people are pretty like blue collar and rugged and down to earth and have those sensibilities. But there's a weird, like Colorado is like a blue state now. So Denver is basically just like LA extended. I'm not a big fan of the, the crowd there, the people there, the vibe there. Um, but like everybody here kind of has like the old school hippie, identity like a lot of people are like i'm a free spirit i'm a liberal and the liberals are the ones um who are perpetuating this like stupid pandemic like nonsense so yeah, i don't know you get you get like a good mix of like blue collar like rugged people and then that's kind of blending with like whole foods people and my my town itself like all these small towns are getting bought up and the real estate is insane. Like there's always like ski bum locals here who are just winging it and have not a huge budget, but like 
now everything's getting bought up. It's insane to find a place to live. Um, so I don't even know, like a few years from now, if this town will just be yuppified too. But the... Well, you're optimistic a few years from now? <laughs> well, like maybe a few months Where from now. Where are we going to be in a few years? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if that answers your question. It's actually kind of hard to pin down, but I'm very firmly... Um, like I, I don't wear, I didn't wear a mask in, in the main street area, which you're supposed to, when you're like walking around the shops and dude, you're killing grandma. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I've, I've been lectured by my NPC friends, but like, I'm realizing my per personality is like, I'm really freaking stubborn and, um, I'm the pressure roar, not the pressure -y. So nobody's going <laughs> to fucking peer pressure me into this bullshit. And, and it, it's, it's interesting too. just, this is a side note, but I think you guys would appreciate it. Like whenever I'm in my car and at this point, masks are not required, but you know, there's still a few people wearing them. You know, every time I'm, I'm in my car and I see someone at a distance, they don't see me. I, un, I automatically kind of project like, like, look at that fucking idiot wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> and I then, the no, but thing. literally, but, but so many it. times they feel it and they squirm and then they take it off. And I'm just Ooh. like, is this proof of like Your ESP? Yes. But, uh, but I, I think, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've accepted my own stubbornness and I'm, I'm never going to comply with this shit, no matter where it goes or no matter like what type of retarded peer pressure comes out of it. Like I'm, I'm out here in the mountains. Worst comes to worst. I'll sleep in a freaking camper exactly. and be a savage, <laughs> but I'm not doing this bullshit. You know, um, you said retarded. Yeah, dude, that's not politically correct. Oh my God. I saw a study came out today. They've adjusted the uh, IFR, the infect infection f fatality rate, down to 0.0. Oh, ah, I forget what it was now. Point I will oh, say too, oh, I mean, 6%. <laughs> for as much as I'm like railing against COVID, mm -hmm. I legitimately, you know, I tested positive for it and thought I was going to die. Like it was not oh, oh my God. a walk in the park. <laughs> and like, so the, the thing, the whatever it is, had an effect on me. I have no idea what it is, but I thought my lungs were fucked. I thought I couldn't breathe. I was, it was really like a horrible experience, but. But you got over it. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it and was you're a immune to it. And let me, let me ask you this. Was it made any, if you'd never heard of COVID and you just got that, would you have thought you had a bad cold or would you so, have like gone to the hospital or, you know what I'm saying? I almost did go to the hospital, but uh, like, so I've, it, this is kind of a convoluted story, but in 2017, I went vegan and, and after like two months of it, it caused me to have breathing problems. That was a whole ordeal figuring out the cause of that. It ended up being like an acid reflux thing where it swells your esophagus mm -hmm. and constricts airflow but it, you think it's like asthma or whatever. So I had that going on in the background for a while. Before I moved to Colorado, I did a three-day fast and that really helped it. And then, so when I got COVID, I had the flu for just like 
honestly one day and then i remember it was a sunday and i was feeling better and i was just like fuck yeah i just killed this covid bullshit like i was like so ready to go and then i was recording my podcast and i was like my i had like shortness of breath and i was just like hmm this is weird and then it just became like it's such a mental thing but it was shortness of breath like exacerbated by fear and anxiety related to it so it was like a loop so at the end of the day i don't know if it was like a psychosomatic thing where my previous like acid reflux just got triggered mentally or stress induced or something and i really couldn't breathe for like a month or i i kind of leaned towards it was really covid and it fucked up my lungs and it took like two to two to three months for it for me to feel normal and it was there was just weird shit like my legs felt numb all the time so like when i would like hop into into bed and like rub like my leg would just rub on the the bed and it would get all tingly and i'm like what the fuck are these like it felt like nanobots i'm not saying it was nanobots but it was like felt very artificial and weird just like tremors and just a very artificial feeling but basically i did another three-day fast and then that uh and then really changed the diet and started taking apple cider vinegar and so i basically like really addressed the acid reflux thing and it went away so it's still a mystery whether it was like just not covid or it was really covid but either way it, it fucked me up so i'm i have to like uh give that disclaimer when i'm railing against the scamdemic well i i got very very sick during all of it and i'm not saying it was or wasn't but it was the sickest i have felt that in modern times for me i felt like i was going to i felt the shaking internal it reminded me here's what it reminded me of it reminded me of food poisoning very severe food poisoning which i have had and mm-hmm. it there's this shaking that goes on internally when you have when you've been severely poisoned your body has been that I don't know how to describe unless you've been through it, but it's, it feels like your molecules are going to just shake apart and um, you feel so unstable at such a core level. I, that's the only way I can describe it is severe pain, terrible. I was, I mean, I could barely walk. I was sweating just profusely. And again, I felt like I was going to disintegrate. And I was actually at this point, like strike me dead Lord. You know, like you're saying that when you had the COVID experience or the maybe COVID, I was like, take me, take me now because I can't bear much more of this. And and then it passed, and I haven't had any any sickness since since that time. Uh, I certainly deal with like tinnitus and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and weird headaches, but that was like full on, full body, crazy. And then I read something in the last week about with one of these people somewhere this came to me stuff just I don't even know anymore who to say what's from uh I read something where they were talking about the current variants don't affect people with Rh negative blood and I thought that seemed interesting considering I Hmm. am O negative uh I I just read that this week (laughs) 
Dude, you can test. You can get a test at like Walmart, Walgreens, uh, yeah, Amazon. They're like six dollars. I'm like part ginger, so like, I might so you be might be in there with me. Yeah. Hmm. You never know, but I did find that interesting that they were saying that it, it's not affecting people with Rh negative blood. This current variant is. I it, haven't I think, seen that anywhere. Just FYI, it just came to me this week, and it can't. I. Like I said, I'm getting so much information from people now. I can't, I can't keep it straight. But it was a credible doctor. Um, it was all credible, and the person that sent it to me never sends just like check this out. There, mm -hmm. you know, it's so. But I don't know where it comes from because I didn't do the follow up. I'll find it though, and I'll post it, Jerry. Cool. Yeah, so it's hard to that. say what's really going on, like. But that's that with the COVID thing, Dan. And that's what, you know, when people say I got it and all this, I think I've always thought there was something out there that was manipulated, of course. That's where I am with it. And that there is something floating. So I don't think it's actually nothing. But again, the recovery rate is so high. It's ridiculously high. It's 99%. And uh, that we shouldn't. There's no pandemic if the recovery rate is on damn near 100%. That's not a pandemic. I don't care what you call that, but it's not a pandemic. And there were no excess deaths last year. Right. And, well, there was no flu, allegedly. So it's there are no bodies on the streets. Nothing was actually overtaxed anywhere. Nothing credible that I have seen from anyone where that when it broke down to it we're overrun with any issues so show me please prove me wrong on that people yeah it's it's just a lot of like data manipulation and just like yelling at yelling at the masses saying like just trust us like why are you why don't you trust us it's like you you've you, they have no credibility and even just like the daily bloopers you see and the daily like what the fucks you see that's yeah. why I'm just like, I feel I'm, I'm just clown pilled. I'm just like, none of this shit matters. <laughs> I love that. And like the, and honestly, I feel like, like from like a, a cult perspective, like laughter is a, ba a banisher of yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm thinking I have the idea, you know, it's, it's kind of like, okay. I, I was kind of like bully style when I was a kid and I regret it, but from a bully perspective, like, if if there's a big crowd laughing at you, not with you, and you're that's like instant um, energy drop or just like depletion or whatever. So we all need to be laughing at these freaking clowns, like not yes. getting like all flustered, but literally just being like, "Holy shit!" That's like maybe face mask Joe Biden, like having a dementia moment in like a fake blue screen in front of like a helicopter like oh, that's dude. funny for real i can't it believe because it's it's like it's like it, we're supposed to honor it and be like this is the seat of the presidency but it's like diapers like poopy pants like retard shit and i'm just like and we're, dude, we're, we're supposed him. to be afraid or there's we're supposed to be so afraid of this shit and it's like it's not fear it's it's hilarity to me. It's all, it's the greatest show on earth, as Monty says. And it is, it's absolutely hysterical. If you look at some of it, especially Biden, I mean, oh my God, I, I've been sitting <laughs> through 
a couple of just live streams of people I follow. And it's been amazing to me to see how triggered people are when you question Biden still. Like <laughs> I thought, I thought at least the people that voted for Biden because it was anyone but Trump, I thought those people were at least had enough sense to see it was all bullshit. Nope. It was all malarkey and that they didn't care who was in literally yeah they didn't care except for as long as it wasn't trump but these people that i'm starting to notice actually believe the bullshit that he was the most voted for president in no history no way in hell in history that the media push, pushes forward and of course then that makes them put on their blinders to all the craziness that went on with the election and i am not for anyone i'm not in i don't have skin in this game I'll let other people fight with that, but I'm just saying, I don't care where you landed. The election was completely rigged, and that is the bigger thing here. It doesn't matter, Trump, Biden. You can't say that on YouTube. What? Oh, any, anything I just said. I'm par I'm sorry. That was some flatulence. Hey, well, we're all shadow bags, anyways. I don't give a shit. Do we have room cleaner? Um, anyway, but I'm just saying, like, so I'm, what I'm discovering is a lot of people that have hair or skin in this game are really defending all this craziness. Like, they don't, they didn't see anything that suggested election fraud. They see nothing but a competent man running the show. And it's, it's really, it's like, I, I don't know. Outside Com of after. how is it competent though? Like he's well, he's literally it. like like in in like the Simpsons when they make fun of elderly people like Grandpa and like all the old people who are just like really senile and like can't function. He's he's at that level, full blown. And like if he was like a if he wasn't a total like snake, evil motherfucker. I would maybe not want to laugh at an elderly person that's struggling, right, but we're, right. but he's like the, he's the face of this amazing fucking mainstream <laughs> world we live in. Wait, are we so talking about Fauci like, or Biden? Biden. I'm talking about Biden. Fauci, Biden yeah. Fauci is just like big bang theory, psyop, like in action, like the, the whole scientism thing that like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking oh of like goodness. scientism, like people on Reddit that are like, hashtag, I freaking love science. Like oh, he's God. just that he's. Yeah. And so if you oh, ever the, were, the I, science, the science, the science, the science, the science, I fucking love science. <laughs> an attack on me is an attack on science. <laughs> you listen to the science. <laughs> and then go listen to Ethel Merman. <laughs> There's no business like show business. That's right. That's right. The I fucking love science. People are gonna fall for the fake alien psyop when it happens. I'm like, oh my god, it's just like in Star Trek. They fell for the uh, the, the bullshit UFO report from the government. Oh yeah, Jesus! Yeah. What is going on in this world? It's Where's... called it's called DMT Jester World. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just let it let it freaking flow. Fuck it. It's like seriously, who cares? Who ca if if like the Biden team like lines us up and shoots us in a firing line, like who Which cares? Which could what, happen. What are we? But what are we leaving behind? Like this world. Like who gives a shit? 
Well, I'm, this is this is a very good point, Dan. And it's one of those things because right now I personally I don't see anything but darkness ahead. And and me too. Avoidable, I mean, in the near future. Avoidable darkness, but apparently we're gonna go there. And so we're on the ship together. And this is the thing. At this point, what do we have to lose? I mean, they're slowly taking everything from people, including those who've played the near. You can't go on an airplane now if you got the wrong vax. I mean, they're going to take everything away. And these people that keep thinking that they're going to just follow along and they'll be all right are going to have it hit to them. It's going to hit them the hardest when they realize that they played into this and brought it on further. Yeah, I mean, I don't like my perspective, like, because I was living in the city for a while and now I live in the mountains. And like everything that I gave up by leaving the urban environment in like a, a year and a half out or almost like two years out, I'm just like, I don't miss any of that stuff at all. Like, all of the things of like mainstream society that they're threatening to cut us off from maybe with like a vaccine passport or like right. some social credit thing. Yeah. Well, you together. know, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's just like, I want to live in the woods at, at, and just be at peace and just not have to like be in this clown world anymore. And, um, I agree. It sucks. I don't know. Just where I'm at, I'm very happy where I'm at geographically. And I'm just like, fuck you. I'll stay here the rest of my life. I can, I can stay entertained in the Rocky mountains for decades. You know, there's, there's enough to keep me entertained here. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I don't know. That's just kind of like a fleeting thought, but still I'm just like the stuff that they're threatening to take away from us. I don't give a shit about anymore. Like the mainstream world, I don't give a shit about anymore. And I'm yeah. Same we're all here. participating in it but like the the reverence you're supposed to have for, for for science and for the pandemic and like people's feelings and sjw's like i'm just, i just don't have even like a crumb of fucks to give about any of that stuff anymore and it's like i just want to laugh at it because it is ridiculous and laughter banishes and what else are we supposed to do like i like i, I keep saying 2020 was scary we did we were this that was thrown at us and then like as everything kind of like peels away it's like every it's like don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain like all of this is like a horrible fucked up circus and um the reverence that people have for like this absurdity makes me think that they're they're actually insane themselves like if you have reverence for this clown world you're you belong in an insane asylum so we're in a crazy world and like i just want to laugh as much as i can at all of this bullshit so uh i wanted to say something about that oh you, you're talking about like the wizard of oz effect or you know the man behind the curtain mm -hmm. um and i wanted to talk about how uh the space weather is affecting the current events and vice versa mm -hmm. which made me think of 2022 when we start entering our pluto return exactly <laughs> i mean we're already in it but yeah yeah for sure i mean um, that, that's kind of that's the instigator i see behind the the veil lifting absolutely like pluto 
I have Pluto on the ascendant conjunct my moon, like moon, Pluto, ascendant all together. And um, so I kind of, I claim, I think I understand Pluto differently, but like, I don't know the, the whole um, there really is like with Pluto being like the subconscious, the like deep, dark, insane, like primal energy that that's like, it's like a libido, like death, sex, just like primal force. That force is just a wrecking ball. And like the, the Saturn Pluto conjunction that happened in January of 2020 was, was why I'm like ran away from the city literally and moved here right before that happened. And then COVID unfolded after that. Um, But you know, that's, those go, I believe in, like 20 or 30 year cycles every time Saturn meets up with Pluto. Um, So we had that in the beginning of 2020 and then it was this crazy transformation. And by the end of 2020, we literally entered a new 200 year air cycle with the Jupiter Saturn conjunction at zero degrees Aquarius. Um, So like the, it's clear that we're still feeling like the, the Pluto destruction and the, there's just going to be more and more crumbling of uh, the old guard. And um, the new wave of things is going to be Saturn and Jupiter in air signs versus earth signs. Yes. Like when, when they were in earth signs, it was all about the industrial revolution and globalization and like shipping physical things. And now it's going to be like, augmented reality and um just this ai um weird air based thing it's up it's in the clouds now um it's the age of aquarius yeah exactly in the age of aquarius um we're i mean technically when you look at like the sidereal zodiac um and you look at like the constellations if you're using the constellations to determine it we're, we're still kind of in between, but yeah. the, the, um, spring equinox, like it's still Pisces, the constellation, but I think like 200 years from now, it's unquestionable that we're in the age of Aquarius, but, um, it's, I mean, when you think about when the age of Pisces, like was birthed out of the age of Aries last time around, I mean, who's to say when Pisces really began and when Aries really ended, um, but we're, we're totally in, um, I mean, even just in the 200 year cycle, that's a big deal for yeah. Jupiter and Saturn to be in air signs now. And, um, that's when they, I think on that date was when they administered the shot to the William Shakespeare guy, or it was, Oh yeah. Yeah. And then he's dead now, by the way, yes. but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, uh, and we're not laughing happened. at his death we're laughing at the ironic one thing like i don't irony. i'm not i'm not like super into predictions because at the end of the day i'm still i hate to be it but i'm still a skeptic of astrology and i don't 100 percent believe in it but if i was to make a prediction like if if we're gonna ask when are the masks gonna return on a big scale based on what like the cdc says i think it's gonna be the end of this month or the beginning of August. Cause that's when Jupiter retrogrades out of Pisces and back into Aquarius and Aquarius is that hot zone where 
the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction happened on the winter solstice last uh, December. And um, so... I think that's the beginning of flu season too, officially. August 1st? I think so. I know it's early. Yeah, like the... the, um, But the reason I say that is because the day that Jupiter entered Pisces out of Aquarius was the day that they just like... Who even, I don't even know how it works. That was the day when the CDC said, no one has to wear a mask in public places anymore, like nationwide. Like that was on the day that Jupiter entered Pisces. And there's been so much talk about like, oh, the lockdowns are coming back. The masks and restrictions coming back. I think it's going to be like right around July 31st or August 1st. So they've got to get things really cinched because September, the beginning of the first harvest is what my perceptions are on. And mm-hmm. there's going to be some crazy, crazy that starts to unfold in September that takes us all the way into December for sure. And by yeah. February next year, everything's going to be completely different like it was the last year from that year, you know, like it has been like in Loxing Care. Each year it just seems to be getting... Uh, more crazy and stranger. So by February, again, we won't recognize the world we're in. Yeah, it's I'm looking at my ephemeris. And um, I mean, basically, like what you're saying that until December, I I see that as a a distinct window as well, like August to December, because that's going to be when Jupiter's in Aquarius. And then um you know, Mercury goes retrograde at the end of September um, during like Libra season. And then I'm looking later on, um, Venus goes retrograde at the very end of the year. Um, And a Venus retrograde. Yeah. So like on December 19th, Venus goes retrograde until the end of January. So it's going to be, uh, and then like Jupiter re-enters Pisces at the end of uh, December on December 30th. So like, I think the fall is going to just be like more Saturn and Aquarius restrictive bullshit. And um, we're going to see death. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what you said, Nish, about the harvest, I told yeah. like the, the yep. way they time things absolutely is like based on wicker man type shit, you know? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. This is and you've got to uh, Jerry. I just I, I have a problem with uh, insinuating that these things are human. Well, that's they're not human. They're definitely. I, I think not, the t- yeah. Hum- I don't think they human, are. you know, adult. Uh, I can't think of the word I want to use. Proffered by humans, you know, it's been it's been it's been nudged a little bit by humans, absolutely. But the overall narrative and theme is something outside of our control. Yeah, but right now, if you look at the fact that you know at least one third of the the people. I think it's more closer to 50%, but at least one third have been, okay. Have been brainwashed? No, have been been genetically modified. They are no longer humans. And also there's a flip switch here. They can, they're no longer humans, patentable. And that's something they're going to have to deal with that. But there's, they also have uh, 
an expiration date, but one of the things that's nefarious, extra nefarious, because it's all nefarious, uh, is the fact that they can, once they flip the switch, they have created the largest army with everyone that's vaxxed, who's non-human and now they're GMO'd, and they're also part of the Internet of Things now. Uh, and when the people behind this decide what they're going to do with who and how and where, they can, because just like they can turn off your light bulb and turn off your mm-hmm. furnace in your mm-hmm. house connected, they can do this with you. They can put into your mind, they can literally... From there in our dreams already. They can, they can do it. They could just shut down your frontal cortex and just put you into autopilot or they can send in the information to you electronically through these waves to give you a narrative to follow. So a, a lot of com- a common one is these people that think they're God or a savior figure or the opposite, the villain. Those kinds of narratives are very standard. We see it in, in psychosis a lot. And there's a big, there's a line to be drawn here when we start talking about psychosis and the different avenues in which psychosis plays out, even when it's in remission. And so if we start looking at this now as a large army, we've got a different picture going on right now than, than what I think people are realizing. I don't think most people that got the jab realize that they genetically modified themselves. I honest to God think very few people were even on that level of knowledge. They just got in line and did what they were supposed to do with their Fauci ouchies and all this. I, I haven't seen any credible evidence that that's occurring. I'm not saying it's not, but I just haven't seen anything. That what's occurring, Jerry? That there's a genetic modification, permanent genetic modification. from. If the, you alter your genome, it's permanent. How does that not? You're not altering your genome with these, the mRNA stuff. Okay. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even really know the facts, but... Um, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying I you're, you're seen, wrong. I have personally I'm seen lots of credible articles from doctors all over the world that are coming out, and as soon as they come out, they get scrubbed down off of BitChute, off of Odyssey. Well, please send and them to me. these people are using those terms, but you can follow them as well. On, I mean, I've been posting stuff and they're out there. They're, these are credible people, wow. including what about Mr. Pfizer himself, Yerdin? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like with all of these things, um, even when COVID was first happening and we were told the hospitals are overflowing, where it's like, I don't personally know anyone that's <laughs> that has it, or I don't yeah. know anybody that's gotten it. Like in 2021, I started hearing more stories. I got something. I got it, I guess. Um, but now the the anecdotal things I'm actually hearing a lot about are strokes and weird. Um, yeah, blood clotting issues. Blood clotting and like just people are like, oh, yeah, they died from blood clots. Or, oh, yeah, that um, 30-year-old had a stroke. and That 18-year-old had a heart attack. And I'm just like... But it's also weird. I don't know if people are just lying to me or what, but in these cases of strokes, blood clots, or miscarriages, I'm being told by by sources that these people weren't vaccinated. So that's even another like. Yeah, that you know. was, yep, there was, that was uh, <clears throat> going around early when the 
program started out that people were getting what they call transmission. If they were around someone who was just freshly vaccinated, they were they were picking up the mRNA signal off of them. I will say too, I mean, when I got it, like I've had a, I had a really bad injury that was kind of a confrontation with the idea of death. And when I said I thought I was going to die when I had COVID, I was serious. Like that was going through my head. So at the very least, like for all these NPCs that are like, at least maybe wrongfully so contemplating their own death. I mean, that's part of the problem we have in our culture is we don't do that. So it might like maybe after the fact, some of these people may, you know, gain some inner awareness by like thinking about that. Cause it's not fun to think about, Oh, I'm about to die, but it happens in our human experience. So. Before I forget, I wanted to give a shout out to Laura London, who's in chat tonight. Oh, nice. What up, Laura? Yay, we love Laura. She said she was doing the bike while she was listening. So That's one of the best. Happy Chi Town represent. Yes. <laughs> Jung represent. Yeah, and, sure. and not the watered down Jung. No, with the real Laura. deal. Yeah. <laughs> so she's the real deal. The grade A. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if she's still here. So with with all this it's so funny too jerry i just took a minute and just did a general search on DuckDuckGo, and literally all of the anti stuff and it's all like what i saw was like basically 2017 to 2020 was pulling up all the reasons why this is not a gmo and and all this stuff saying um are the anti-gmo and anti-vaxxers uniting and this was in 2017 mind you i've seen several of those articles la times routers, etc. And not one thing from any of the names I now recognize uh, talking about this at a deeper level. It's all towing the line. That's another thing why I think you've got to look at the GMO factor here is they're pushing so hard right now trying to tell everyone, ooh, my, my, yeah. my throat just locked up. They're pushing so hard right now to try and tell everyone this is a not a GMO. Uh, this does not affect your genome. This does not affect you genetically. And I disagree. And I'm going to stand behind my disagreeing on that. Not just from the, I find the doctors when I see, when I put the psychic stuff to work and then I look around and see what falls in place. So like With none of this, the, yeah. when I was talking about it in 2006, none of this was in place and I just looked and sounded crazy. Now I don't because literally all of it's fallen into place. And the same thing goes with this GMO factor. I think you're going to find that that comes out in the wash. Yeah, there's a lot of really weird possibilities of what could possibly be going on. I, I think it's important to always remember the louche factor, though, because... yes. That, that like the dividing people between vaxxed and unvaxxed is just a loose trap for sure. And like, um, I just, there's way too many people I'm close with that got the vax for me to ever like not hope for it to be nothing. I really Agreed. hope it's, it's nothing, you know, cause people that you would never expect are getting peer pressured into it. And like I said, I'm not a, 
I refuse to give in to peer pressure because I used to peer pressure people. <laughs> it's not a peer pressure thing, though. It's actually a trauma. This is yeah, a trauma right. societal event. pressure. And people are responding to the trauma. Everyone wants to, nobody wants to believe that this kind of sinister shit is going on. And that is no excuse for us not to look at it. And one of the things that is very pertinent right now is how we used to talk about, we'd hear everyone like Richie from Boston, every time he's on why all his shows that went down, it's like, you listen to Richie to hear how many of his channels are taken down, but he's right. And it was happening back then, but now it's even worse because they're, they're censoring text messages on your phone. There's the censorship is out of control and it's further down the line than people realize we are this is not this we should have been more together about this last year this year after they've vaxxed as many people as they have it's definitely a mountain to get over now yeah it's there's definitely some insane divide and conquer happening all at once and um like I said, the thing I keep falling back on lately is just um, observing the absurdity and sort of like breaking down the um, reverence for all of this. Like, in yeah, just when when we're t when we're thinking about like these really bad things that are happening to people, like or just happening to the collective, I should say. We all collectively let this happen. Um, we were nudged really tactfully in like so many different ways for so many different generations. But I think that's like how they quote unquote have to work. They have to fill you up with half truths and like show you like you have to let the vampire into your home. You have to, you're consenting to this at every moment and getting the vax is absolutely like a, um, a signal saying I consent to, to this, you know, and um, resisting and it and fighting against everyone it. Everyone in masks. I mean, they slowly got you to the vax. Everyone had to bend the knee and get the mask on first. Remember, we stepped slowly in this direction. I do think, like, like I talk about it a lot. That I in Chicago, you can relate. Nish, like, hung out with a bunch of artists who are ultra liberal, like SJW types. Yeah. Um, and we, you've also talked about like the rebel gene and like what makes people rebels and stuff like that. Um, I think people like, I know that anti-vaxxers or Q people or right-wing nuts or MAGA people have been so demonized that like a lot of people are like, there's nothing more uncool than all of that. But I think it's important to make a shift of like, if you just think, if you just are a, like a nerd who thinks Fauci is um, your hero, like a talking head propaganda oh puppet God, like know. that, oh. like you have to realize that ain't cool and you're a loser. <laughs> so, Talk and like this is, inner, this, this is my inner, this is my inner inner bully coming back out what if you double <laughs> like, down and make a TikTok video about like Fauci? I, I I I mean I just knew. Like there, there has to be a counterculture factor or a cool factor or an edge. And SJWs are just like, um, in my eyes, so unredeemable. And I'm just maintaining within myself, like <laughs> almost like superiority over 
fucking idiots. And there's a lot of us that should help hold that within ourselves and that we're not alone. That's what you know by podcasting the way we do. We know we're not alone. We and and like our sanity gives us a superiority to these clown retards that are just running about in like a, a triggered state, um, having little meltdowns all the time because they're really afraid. And um, there, I don't know, there's nothing scary about this. I, I admit I was scared when I had COVID. I thought I was going to die. But now that I'm past that, I'm just like, fuck, like who? A, if I die, what type of world am I leaving behind? A clown world. So don't <laughs> fear death. And just like, um, know that there's others out there and know that you're not crazy. They're the crazy ones. And like, if you're ridiculed by a mob of losers, who cares? Oh, absolutely. But see, this is the thing that plays into all of it too, is how this playbook is old. So, I mean, down to getting people to snitch on each other, down to peer pressuring and not taking, (laughs) right. Not taking no for an answer. And, um, and then any science that they give you is the right science and the rest of it is all bad science the rest of it is all against you working against you now that i mean all these little things should clue people in that there is something bigger afoot here in what world that science exists in is science going to bend the knee to the highest bidder that's the world of these organizations. That's the science that is backing pharma. That's the science that is backing all these other movements of these things to get action going. And so you introduce science from independent sources that say don't have skin in the game financially, but they are concerned for the purity of science, these people, and there are thousands of them out there that are still alive talking, uh, saying this is a very different narrative. And that's the science that the government wants to shut up. Yeah, like, and so much of this like science, like the sketchy science that's used to manipulate, like one of the biggest like advocates of hashtag science was Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> so like all there's so much crap tied with all of this stuff. And I don't even want to focus on, anymore so much on just like exposing the the cabal or exposing the Illuminati. I just want to get out of the loose bullshit and just enjoy my life here because if you can't like, see it at this point, I mean when it's so absurd, when it's literally clown world, what do you do? I mean I'm I'm too bored to give a fuck. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's like, and I, I I mean, in this community, everyone is rightfully so very worked up, and I'm just like, dude, if if if, 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 if I get a knock on my door by the government and they're like, Dan, you're coming with us, and be like, yeah, whatever. I, I don't even. I'm not. I'm not even worried about shit like that anymore. Because in these worst case scenarios, I feel like we're almost manifesting it. But if everybody just let their um, inner bully out for once, all of these losers will lose this fight, and we can just laugh at them because they're they're just like the kids that didn't get picked in sports, like on steroids living out their sjw like 
It's, it's the generational Shadow participation Shadow. trophy receivers. Yeah, I mean, and plus like a good dose of critical theory if you, if you went to college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but and the they've other all thing been I was... digital digitized now in their weapons. That's the thing, and they don't realize it. Most Useful people, idiots. And we all know people, and probably a lot of people that have gone that route. I do, and I feel terrible. It's really I know, sad thing. and a lot of them are good people, and they are my tribe. And I'm just like, yes, man, yes. I really like hope the best. But I'm not, I'm at the point personally where I don't try to change people. No, so, you can't. You can't do that. Nobody. I don't. Should, I don't want to do that. Yeah, so no, I don't. None of us are. You and I and Jerry. We're definitely not. No, we're being ourselves, yeah. and like whoever's listening to this, hopefully will rather. I don't know. Rather than like finding a total NPC and tying them down and being like, "This is why you're wrong." It's just like we're. I don't know. The people that are open to different perspectives will get it when they are meant to get it. You know. Right. But I sure as hell am not going to let other people peer pressure or like scare me or call me a name. Like how much of this is about people that can't handle being called a name? Like, <laughs> can you handle being called an anti-vaxxer or will that seriously wreck your world? Can you handle being called a conspiracy theorist or a Q QAnon or will you, will that seriously like destroy your ego? Like who fucking cares? Well, think about this too, that people, so those, those labels that are being thrown around are all associated or have been tied to the whole Trump movement, which yeah. was demonized in and of itself. And yes, a lot of people are, uh, will do anything to distance themselves from that, even get vaccinated because they don't want to be a... I don't want people to think I'm a Trump yeah. supporter. I've of seen course, yeah, of course I'm vaccinated. Uh, vaccinated. What do you think? I like Trump. Like exactly. Who fucking cares if you like? Who gives a shit about Trump anymore? I know. Like, I know. I know. It's hilarious. Any of these clown loose trap motherfuckers? Like, who cares? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like. No, I'm just kind of going going ham with you guys. If no, that's all right. you're sure, you're you're so right, and it's it's. If you step back and look at it, it's so hilarious. No, because it's just we're we're dealing with like mental midgets here. <laughs> and so but they like, got there some way. I'm not I, saying I, like I want to like beat these people up or like make them like bring revenge upon them. I just I refuse to let them affect my vibe ever. I'm, they, I'm sorry. It's not, I'm, I sound like a snob, but like these NPCs are below me. And um, yeah, that's not, I'm not going to let like clown shit ruin my fucking trip in this life. Like this is a gift to be here, especially right now. So Ooh, can I get an amen in here? Amen. <laughs> I'm so with you on that. You know, this is the thing. It's an important thing to remember that no matter what the choices were when they were made. So people, because I recognize a lot of this and most of the people that I think that got vax, all the people that got vax that were on the fence because they knew something was different. I recognize that they made that choice, but I also recognize the propaganda mill and the persuasion mill and the agenda behind this. And so I don't hold 
a lot of people responsible for doing that when it's predictable and it's not a slight of someone's intelligence. It is, it's just sometimes where people are functioning. And like I said earlier, a lot of people, most of the people I've ever known outside of my small little inner circles have never wanted to think that that police would harm them, that the government was going to do something that was not for their best interest, etc. That that the doctor was there to heal you and that the medicines were there to heal you. And people are coming from a good place when they want to trust like that. And so I, I cannot disseminate anything ill towards these people. Now, the people Definitely that are not, no. pushing agendas, the people that are making it crazy, uh, and wanting to not only control their small world, but the bigger world around us. And that's created these big movements that's taken us to right where we are. Uh, these people, now this is a different, this is a different beast. And I look at them a little more coldly. They look to at least in some way understand some of what they're doing. Yeah, the way I try to focus on it, um... I'm sort of of the belief that 50% of the shots were like saline because we're in the trial period. Technically, this was emergency use authorization. So anytime I think about a vax person that I care about, I'm like, oh, they probably just got saline. They're going to be good. Oh my God. I, I keep doing that too. It's so it's terrible. Good. I keep saying that to people too. I'm like, well, I mean, it's better placebo? than like, it's better than like thinking negative stuff and like bringing that into the, the universe but like um that would just mean that the adverse effects are even higher oh. <laughs> they, I mean, right. they probably are <laughs> well no i mean i know they're it's guaranteed they are the the, the very system is woefully under underreported. it's behind in reporting i mean the and I, i'm sure everyone's heard this there was a harvard study a few years ago that that found that you know about one percent of actual vaccine adverse effects were reported in vares so you can you can't safely yeah. multiply them by a hundred, but you know there's some factor there's some you know a factor more than there are reported that are actual. But back in the day, Jerry, do I'm you recall saying. this? Back in the day, and so we are. I'm going to say this, knowing that like the Tuskegee experiments yeah. went on, the, the cigarette stuff, all of it. But back in the day, it used to be in the public. If like five people, seriously, if five people died, oh, yeah. it was pulled. One person was big enough. But then if you had five, and we've had how many just in public that got it and died in our faces on video? So the swine flu vaccine that came out in 2009 killed 53 people and it was pulled from the market and that was a that was a big deal 53 was, people's yep. a big deal and yep. this is thousands that this is we've had, a couple, we've had about 10 years of good propaganda since then so yeah. people don't care now yeah. and uh as of last friday the number of deaths in vares was 11 over 11,000 
And so this is still going on. Now, this is not the world, at least Jerry and I grew up in, where at least publicly they would poll stuff. It, so if there was a dark agenda under there, because we're talking like this is not a dark agenda, then that was kept from the public. But to in public have all these deaths and still be pushing it? Come on. You've got to question this. this and then is pushing it on children. Oh, now, and they're saying, what What was it this week, like two-year-olds and up now? Yeah, they want to give it to infants. Make we're, it part of the it. Schedule. we're dealing with Generation Alpha. Like, yeah. these are, this is the new world order generation of kids that were raised with this fear propaganda and psyops and shit. Right. So and, yeah. that's not an accident. Um, and plugged but, into all their devices. Yeah, and there's there, I saw something on Twitter I think human vibration posted it. It was like, tell me this isn't a CGI. And it was really creepy. It was like a, a guy talking about variants and COVID and like the word choice and the syllables and the alliteration just felt like it was like a spell or like mind control. And, and the face looks just like CGI. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's just like, like double double covid trouble <laughs> like it, it, with like a cgi face <laughs> and, and people are like a lot watching that first of all thinking it's a real human when it's not and then yes. hearing these like weird it's all words and all these like delta delta variant it's like oh delta God, is the brainwave for when you're fully waves, fucking yeah. asleep which is yep. the people that are talking about it are happen to be mm -hmm. asleep themselves well. uh, exactly <laughs> like they just feed the theorists the the people that are no that and you know they're feeding them with all this yeah i really believe too. that i think i think that the powers that be just because we us we know that there's crazy motherfuckers in the conspiracy realm or oh, yeah. just like they're they're legit crazy people so i think just like taunting paranoid type people like that they would just get a total kick out of it whether or not it's even real so that's another thing to consider but just mainly it's just the louche like and i don't think like whoever's puppeteering fauci knows about the louche like i think i think things are happening at higher levels higher like fourth dimensional levels yes Yes. And just like that's what I was saying. Before, yeah. It's like through synchronicity doing evil shit and yes. like tying like people that are open to entity possession or who are susceptible to propaganda and lies and upside down, well, like backwards shit. Like they're just being like they're literally like in the astral realm, just being led, like and these ideas are spreading. And I'm thinking about like the spread of viruses like in the astral or even just like yes. spiritual warfare in the yeah. astral because i, I, I think even like i honestly wouldn't be surprised if like fauci didn't know this was a big agenda like i, I feel like it's possible for for people to be at the head of these organizations and really being villainous and believing i'm doing the right thing for humanity i'm this is good for the world but meanwhile, there there's like a demon with the, like fucking puppeteering them or like an archon or or something like that. I feel like it's more that than like the king grand wizard of the Illuminati like wrote up this script. I just think but that king grand wizard is one of them. And that's you're saying everything is I 100 percent agree. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying like like I think even people that you would think would be in the know of these like evil agendas 
I think it's possible that they don't know and that fourth yes. dimensional forces are, are like the real Illuminati, but they're invisible and the human like even like the Rothschilds might just like be confused. Like, oh, please. The Rothschilds is a, it's a wash name out in the world. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go down that road, but I could talk about bloodlines for a long time. What I want to say in, in conjunction to what you're saying here, though, is just that metaphor of any, anyone who's worked in a corporate business and okay. Other businesses follow similar formats, but in a corporate business uh, and I, I did for damn near a decade. And uh, it, it is all about need to know, just like the military, the people sitting, the officers of the company, people under them don't know anything unless they want them to know it. And it, in the further I got up with more access, like into the HR section with more access to files, I started to realize that's a reality. So the officers are their own little coven, if you will, and everything at their level and below, you know, they're orchestrating, they're, they're managing the managers. And then we, you know, you go up, what is the CEO or the CEOs or the the main channel of the egregore? That's it. (laughs) Right. And so there's, it's, it's like this with magical structures too. You don't know what's above 33rd degree. You don't know until you get invited into what's above, or at least one of the orders that are attributed to that. So everyone below that knows what they know up to that level. And if you think about this system and with the way this is going, I absolutely agree. I think a lot of people from the the capstone down really have no idea except for Mm -hmm. where it comes to their level. But this has gotten so deep that it's affecting people all the way down on the ground level. This is where we are now because now everyone's seeing that something's on the ground level. We're at the ground level where neighbors are snitching on neighbors. That's ground level. That's the ground. That's yeah. the field. And so that's and where being we are. encouraged by the government to do so. These entities, these fourth dimensional or other dimensional entities that are actually the invading invading force here, and that's where the bigger war is. But that's a lot of deep woo for people. However, this is the obelisk. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like. Even it, I, first of all, I'm thinking that we are in the fourth turning, like that being, um, you know, basically we're in a repeat uh, point in the cycle that we were in during World War II. So we're due for like a, a big conflict. We're in the winter season of civilization's turn. But um, a lot of what's going on today really does remind me of Nazi Germany. And even when I'm thinking about Nazi Germany, like yes. you just think of like foot or even Star Wars, you think of like foot soldiers that are just like, I'm just doing my job, you yes. know? Yep. And, um, and then even when you get to like the, the top boss who might be a human, like Hitler, Hitler might just be like, oh, I don't want to do Hitler today. And then like get possessed by like this, like evil. Cause I, I, I'm of the belief that Hitler was kind of channeling, um, some entity or something like that but uh, he had access to all that tech he there was a lot more going on than what people will yeah. ever really know and even like when the germans were into like the nine like channeling the nine yeah. like there's a, they were into channeling the SS. and vril you keep that specific right it's the or the SS. SS. Yeah. yeah but i mean that's like a perfect example like when when civilization was at that fourth turning point and we had literal nazis like 
that shit is some interdimensional demonic shit hitting the human masses. And so many people then were just like, well, I'm just going with the flow, man. Like, I'm like, this is what's happening. And uh, newsflash people that's happening <laughs> everywhere right now. Yes. Um, we're not openly doing things that we think of with Nazis, but Hey, give it a few years. You never know. Right. Um, and like the stuff that's happening in China with like the, U- the Uyghurs or Uyghurs, um, Uyghurs, yeah. that like all of the stuff like that. <laughs> like, it sounded like you said Uyghurs. No, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. I had to laugh at that though. Uyghurs. I got my Jankos. What are you talking about? <laughs> Vanilla ice where you be. No, but yeah. What do you think about the idea of the whole fourth turning thing? I totally believe in it. Like I read the, it was a book that was published in the nineties and he kind of coined the term millennial and he was going to be like the millennial or he was saying the millennials are going to be like the world war two generation. It's basically like a four season cycle that, you know, the last winter ended at the end of world war two, roughly it's over 20 years. Yeah. Then it was spring in the 1960s and it was like, flower children and like boomers and then um summer was when so spring was when the boomers were born and then they came of age in summer which was like the 60s and 70s into the 80s um where where the the boomers had come of age the gen xers were being born and then in the 80s into the 90s it was fall so that's like the decline, mm-hmm. like when all the excesses of the 60s and 70s, like slowly started to just <laughs> like and then fall it's the dark apart. Winter. And that's like the, when the Gen X uh, comes of age. And that's why I, I was and the millennials are born in the fall and Gen Xers come of age in the fall. And that's why I think Gen Xers are really cool. But then in Thank the you. 2000s, like hey. into the the 2000s into the 2020s it's like the millennials are coming of age gen z's being born and the millennials like the world war ii generation are supposed to be addressing this cataclysm or conflict or whatever and so each like the boomer generation was comparable to like the generation that came of age in the 1920s like the roaring 20s they were kind of excessive and Yes. getting fucked up and very artistic, which I give the boomers and the flappers credit for, but like, and then the Gen X, I forget what they said about Gen X, but it's like Gen X was like the kind of a little bit more cynical. And like, I just think of Gen X is like black pilled in a way, but the technically yes. the millennials are the ones that are supposed to like step up to the plate and save the world from whatever the fuck. So that get, does not give me hope because I don't have very much hope in the millennial generation. Given and you are a millennial. For sure. And I've, you know, I've had all of the um, vices of being a millennial are all like the kind of bad ways of being a millennial. I'm the first to admit it, but. I know so many great millennials. I mean, seriously, Keith Ross, come on. There's so many amazing millennials, but then. I mean, we, uh, we did have like the, the we saw the end we like grew with the internet and our timeline just was very like we're we're pluto and scorpio so we 
kind of came of you, age, like we came of age during like we were born during like the fall of the Berlin Wall. Then we had the 90s as childhood. Then we're teenagers and it's 9-11. Then it's college and it's the yes. 2008 crash. Yes. Then we're trying to start a family and buy land or buy a property and it's COVID bullshit. And like half <laughs> of us are totally brainwashed and SJWs and we are like the the like bratty, spoiled um, kind of participate participation trophy generation but i don't know i i a lot of us have like golden child complexes or like indigo child complexes and we're just like yeah we do yeah. have to save the world we and my perspective is i'm just like trying to stay punk as fuck about it and just being like fuck this propaganda fuck this npcs yeah. telling me what to do Meanwhile, um, all the original punks that are still alive are getting jabbed. Yeah, they're jabbed. <laughs> they're sterile. Me, they're they're gone. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's a meme, but still. Yeah, so, it, I, and I've never really identified with punks, but rebel and aggressive rebel rebellion. You know, your generation is really the last to remember the world before it changed, and um, that's why I still have so much love for millennials. Uh, I mean, not just that I have so many millennial people in the world I love, but you guys remember when the sky looked different. It, it, things in your mm -hmm. lifetime, Dan, have changed so significantly, but you still have context to it. The newer, the generation under you does not. I know. It's crazy when like Gen Z people, they just get like music, music decades wrong by a lot. I'm like, wait, you think this like 80s synth song is from like 2010? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> do you know where you what planet you're on? It's a lot of like, no context for like, the 20th century, because like, especially with mass media, like we, we were shown shit from like the 50s and 60s and 70s on like Nick at Night on cable. Yeah. And so there was like a context kind of for what the culture, like I kind of knew what the world was like when, when my parents were around. Good. Yeah. Yeah. When my parents were around or when my grandparents were around, but like, I'm, I feel sorry for anyone born like kind of after the millennium because this millennium sucks. <laughs> like well, there's but not been a lot of bullshit. Suck, there's been like, if we look, if we go back in his, in, the history that we are aware of uh, and keep it pretty down to like, I don't know, 1500s and now to now, the changes were slow. The mm -hmm. changes were very slow. And then in my generation, a lot, the Gen X generation, a lot happened and prior to the Gen, you know, the boomers and before there was a lot happening with tubes and um, radio and all this stuff started to really kick in, but it got crazy well, I'm still in, I'm still here and everything is crazy, but your gen got, has really been here for this boost of what mm -hmm. is it? Turbo boost. And now the ones before though, they're the ones that I'm afraid of. And then their children, and then the children that are going to survive being born through all of this, because there's going to be a lot of craziness that's going to come out with these birth stories of the babies that lived. And there's, there's going to be a whole new host of craziness. And we're seeing it with some of the programming happening in the 
in the media with like shows like Sweet Tooth and stuff, there's a possibility that we're going to see some very unbelievable stuff. And this is outside of, this is out in air quotes, the wilds. This is separate from, this is separate from the science room. Did, did you Look see at, Sweet Tooth? I've watched some of it. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm enjoying it, but I want to is that the hybrid animal show? Yeah. yeah the deadly virus. It was a virus. A whole thing happened. But anyway, one of the things I saw today was someone, a trans woman, uh, a very pretty one, said some. there was some kerfuffle or something. I don't know. And she said about about babies. And she said, when I get my uterine transplant, which I've been hearing that terminology since I was little. <laughs> uh, anyway, when I get my uterine transplant, she stored her cum, her semen, so that she Wait, could impregnate whoa. herself. So that she could impregnate herself. But Wait, so is, she rubbed her own cum in her pussy? No, she stored her cum in a sperm bank and oh. will do that when she gets her uterine transplant and remember they're growing babies now in fake uteruses or not augmented uteruses in in the lab this is happening this is going to happen within her generation for sure so where are we when we're looking at that you don't need the idea of i mean i i that's my question. Where are we when that's the reality? So I'm not putting a judgment, a value well, judgment on that. I'm saying that's the technology that we're looking at. I think it's, it's kind of a tale as old as time. It's kind of, we're dealing with like very Atlantean ideas right now, like literally weird creatures from Dr. Whatever Island of like animals and DNA and splicing. Dr. Moreau. Dr. Moreau. Right. Um, a lot of these ideas, I don't know, they, there's like a weird deja vu feeling, feeling about this stuff. Um, but I think the key thing is like that's uh, going against the creator in a way. It's going against nature and it, it, humans won't, um, you'll either, you will become something other than human and it's like transhuman. So all of this is kind of transhuman, but I'm not like afraid of transhumanism because like I have autonomy and I'm not going to um, give consent to that for myself. And I really think the people that are going to do that are going to have an epic fall and it'll really be the end of this age and we'll really be wiped out and starting fresh with whoever survives this stuff. That's like, a, I don't know if that'll happen in my lifetime or not, but that's the future I see with when people are like, I fucking love science and transhumanism. Like what's, what's going to be the end game for that? You think they're going to prosper and like reproduce and um, fill the earth with their kind? No, they're, that's going to be just like a, a Frankenstein thing gone wrong. And people that have, a freaking brain in their skull should know better to be messing with any of this shit. And um, those will be the ones that survive. And that's why I'm already getting like, I'm getting into like prepper mode almost like I want to buy land and um, dig a well and build a house and like live in the freaking woods and figure out how to live outside of the matrix. Like, so I think especially with millennials, like 
so many millennials kind of go through phases, like a lot of people like traveled and they were like traveling after college. Then they're like, oh, I'm going to live in the city and be this like urban hipster. And I think the next, as cringe as it might be, but now like cringy millennials are like, I want to live on a homestead with goats, like, which I think is like unintentionally a really good thing. Um, Just because- In the seventies, they called it the back to nature movement. Mm-hmm. It was a real movement and communes and all this stuff came up, but off the grid and away from terminology of the day, big brother was a thing. And so I think it's great to see it. It, it and, never and died. I'm like, and that's it's like blooming. the newest thing I'm focusing on is like self-sufficiency. And I never thought like I was in like credit card debt, just living paycheck to paycheck in the city, like a total yeah. dumbass. And now it's really like, okay, what's my backup plan? Like, how can I be away from all these retards in mainstream society? How can I live in the woods and survive? Like, and as long as I have, like, I don't want to disconnect myself from civilization and culture, but like all of the mainstream stuff that I left behind in the city, I am never looking back. Like I never want to go back to that lifestyle of just like taking cat, taking Ubers from place to place and just being like a, like a loser that can't like, um, you're so just hip. like being like, like de- de- dependent <laughs> on your paycheck and dependent on the Uber and the grocery store and all of these conveniences. Like I need an iced coffee now. Like where's like, give like that's like city life these days and gentrification and all this shit. I'm just like, there is nothing appealing about the mainstream world. So why not like maintain community through the internet with awesome people like you guys or whoever else you get to talk to and just live a good life in nature because all this all this insanity is not what happens in nature this is the most like unnatural thing ever and there's no reason to partake anymore there's the set the scene so the set's being changed so we have and and this is one of the things you have to consider when you look for that solitude out in the natural world and you know i love that lifestyle I'm moving in. Get ready. I've got a lot of furniture. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to come rule your life. Just kidding. Uh, until you don't like it anymore. All right, I'll stop now. Anyway, so- You're totally welcome to stop by, Nish. No problem. <laughs> no, wait. Stop. I just said I was moving in. What? 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 Oh, no. I misunderstood I'm being, you. I'm being crazy. Anyway, one of the things that- um, Oh, shit. I lost my whole thought. I was- I was having some funnies and I lost my series. It's all right. It's all right. Um, but I do want to say with that whole thing is, here's what I was going to say, that weather modification is real. It's happening mm-hmm. and the whole damn playing stage is being reset. There's a whole different situation going on and we know all the avenues of woo here from being terraformed to just all kinds of stuff to the timeline collapsing and all this stuff that's going on. And we can wipe all that away and still stop and look and see that shit is getting very real that this oh, yeah. the, the weather manipulation is so not natural and i don't know how to get people to engage in doing the research for themselves to even in your local area start keeping records start 
looking at old records, start understanding the cycles. I mean, Bennett, Suspicious Observers, does a great service to the world, talking about some of the real science out there, thank you very much, and um, how the earth responds to the solar rays, etc. Start looking at some of these fires and some of the video taken with what appears to not be lightning, thank you, uh, but lasers. And mm-hmm. and then the burn, the way things are burning and there are scientists, so it's not just people talking, woo, woo, woo. It's scientists actually going in and t- testing these trees that were burning from the inside out, testing the different kinds of materials that are actually in the remnants of these fires that are not natural and all this other stuff that's going on, people are questioning that. And so meanwhile, while we're talking right now, China is underwater parts of it, you know, and I mean, China is like the one, like there's news articles about China's geoengineering program, like mainstream, like, so (laughs) there's still the cognitive dissonance where I'm just like, Hey, it sucks that all the chemtrails are out here today. And you just get like a blank stare, like, those are clouds, dude. Like, no, this this is old fucking news. Crisscrossing clouds, right? Oh, wait, wait. But the modern gen- that the new generation rainbow light, yeah. But Dan, the people that were born under you, that's all they've known. That's all they've grown up seeing. In this crazy oh. weather where animals are dying off all the time and floods here and fires here and way more snow than ever there. This is their normal. They don't have any context outside of this. And that's what gives me pause moving forward. Yeah, I think I think no matter how you you lay it out, we are in a major transition. <laughs> like and it's like happening at like a higher dimensional level. So there is like major psychic turmoil happening everywhere. And um that literally is kind of like a force of nature. I, I I think I stole that idea from Chris Knowles when he was on your show recently. But like these, like even when you just think of how destructive and ass backwards, like critical theory and SJWism are, or like BLM or Antifa, all that stuff, like the energy behind it is just like destructive. But it's almost like okay, well we're, we're at the end of this age. Humanity is ready for the next chapter we got to wipe this shit clean here. Let's release the idea of critical theory or like communism or all of these mind viruses that just like turn people into just destruction machines. And they destroyed the institutions they're in from within. It's like, is this just clearing everything out to just give us a clean slate almost? And that's, that's like a metaphor when you're, when you're thinking about it that way, but then the vaccine might be more literal, like, are the vaccines going to cause chaos as well or destruction as well, whether intentional or not. Um, And all of it is related to these old stories of these deja vus about like Atlantis and just like the, the too much technology led to the dead, to the downfall of Atlantis. It's like, Oh yeah, I was there. Like we all like kind of (laughs) know. And it, to me, it just feels like a repeat of these cycles and it's just like buckle up. It's chaos, but don't let like, don't let the NPC or SJW people get to you or affect you. Like they, they're full of destruction and chaos on the inside, but that doesn't, and they're trying to tell you what to do and how to live, but you have um, moral superiority over them. And 
with that attitude, like, let's just take that, take on this damn apocalypse and just ride it out and like have fun with it. Um, Cause yeah, what else are you supposed to do in, in these times, you know? That's the, that's the great perspective too. It's easy to get bogged down sometimes if you ruminate too much on all the darkness and Mm -hmm. you know i find myself having to definitely take breaks part of you know for me it's it's a different experience because of the way i process the realm Mm -hmm. pardon me and the way the realm responds to me when i ask questions and you probably get answers real fast (laughs) i do get answers and I always have. I mean, this is what I think has made me valuable to a lot of different people in my life along the way and uh, and set me up in some bad situations. But I can't shut it off. That's the thing. I, there's no turn off switch. It's like um, it's like it's an like, mRNA vaccine. <laughs> exactly. It just reminds me of, of, of times when I've been extremely exercise focused and just you know, lean and mean. And it was, you know, no matter what I was doing, I would still like if I would squat, it was my brain body memory thing, I would do a proper squat to grab a a box where right now I would do a lazy squat to get the box, (laughs) you know, like whatever's going to work. And so it's like that kind of muscle memory when we're talking about psychic stuff. So if you let it go, you have to rebuild it. And mm-hmm. I, I, this is, I can vouch for this because I, I, there've been times in my life where I didn't want all the extra information and didn't really want to even process it. And so I would just shut myself off. And then when I went back and decided, okay, Hey, I want to hear again, speak to me, please universe and nothing, absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I had to realize, Oh, it's very faint in the background, just like re acclimating to exercise again and so it's like surfing kind of you 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 catch a wave you catch a wave but it you know if you haven't been in shape and then you catch that wave you know it's gonna hurt yeah (laughs) wipe out (laughs) so i'm in i'm in tip-top shape psychically right now which means i can't turn everything off and i'm trying not to and i get really pulled into uh some energetic waves that i I don't like right now. And, mm-hmm. and part of it is seeing how dark things are going to be for the next few years, really, really like nightmarish dark. And, uh, but you, ha- I, I will say, I think it's good to have the foresight. It's better than being caught off guard. Like everyone's going to be because they're like, we're back to normal. Masks are gone. Lockdowns are over. I'm like, uh, just wait a little bit, you know, just oh, give yeah. it some time. That's what I <laughs> and keep so saying. If you have that foresight, you're just like, okay, I'm not caught off guard. I'm ready to roll. I've done this before. Let's fucking go, you know? But uh, see, Dan, I've had the foresight and it's told me all along, like I have wanted to end up further out in, you know, more private land, right? And mm-hmm. just circumstances didn't allow for that. And yet I knew that would be a better situation for me. And I still wasn't able to make that happen. And I think this is this goes for a lot of people right now. So I saw this, but if you're in the situation right now where we all are, and that's kind of the goal, it's, you got to get hustling. And the problem is you have to rearrange your whole life 
and it's a big deal. And so a lot of people are just not willing to put in that effort to. No, well, they're not going <laughs> to. This forward. is so, this is so harsh, but like those people aren't going to survive. I'm sorry. Like I, I wanted to bring up the fact that I think um, grid shit and like whatever shortages, supply chain disruptions, that's chapter two of the COVID story. And as Klaus Schwab said, it's going to make COVID look like a minor inconvenience. Yep. So I'm like, oh, damn, well, we're playing this game here in this 3D meat suit space. Better get ready for Klaus Schwab's like Dr. Evil's warning, you know, but that's the thing. Me, These people are just telling you what they're doing. Yeah. And so then a part of me is like, dude, this is like the best like apocalypse, like timeline adventure. You know, I honestly think that a lot, like I'm ready it to fucking adventure. move. Yeah. It, I, I, 2020 was one of the best years of my life. It, like I, it's, I don't like being bored and this is, there's nothing boring about this reality we're in. It is, it is DMT gesture land, like clown world. But um, with, especially thinking about Pluto, like Pluto, coming back to where it was when america was formed like this is like a lord of the rings moment it's that's what pluto to me is actually like it's almost like sauron or something but in every story you need that epic villain or like dark energy that just takes over the realm and then but like by the end of the myth contrast it's ra rainbows and sunshine it's like that was worth it. that was worth it you know and i think any fucked up thing that happens in the 3d is going to be worth it if you if you survive it but real I'm with talk, you. these these weakling people that can't even like that that go into emotional upheaval over like words they're not going to survive sorry well some will because they'll learn fast and hard and that will make them incredible coming out on the other end and the thing is it doesn't matter like for me, example, I'm in a town, so I'm I'm hunkered down into this situation. Nothing is going to happen. I'm not going to be going to the woods, even though I'm close and I'm close to rivers and all this. Uh, then there's flooding, but I'm trying to place myself in that same situation where I saw all this coming and I certainly had plenty of time to get into a better, I'm in a good situation, don't get me wrong, but into a better situation. And I could not make it happen. And I wanted to. And I think what I'm saying here is a lot of people have that mindset of they, they're aware that they're not in the best situation, but they're mm -hmm. also limited to what they can do. And so totally, yeah, that that's a, that's a part of you know, I have a sympathy for people in that situation and in those situations that are similar and especially worse, like in big cities. And, um, that you know, yeah. I hold out hope for these people and I hold out hope for everyone that is actually questioning the reality. The hero's journey, which is what you were talking about earlier, is essential in life. And no matter what, you start the hero's journey by being born. There's the beginning of that tale. And, at any time along the continuum, when you want to embark, you could be 60, 70 years old and have never left, pardon me, 
<clears throat> never mm -hmm. left your home, but at 60 or 70, by God, you're going to, you're going to do something different. And, and that can be the start of a very intricate and significant internal heroic journey. It doesn't matter if you end up splattered on the road, you did it, you went along for it. And that's what I'm giving right now with the grace of we're all here. We were born into this and being born into this already puts you into the process wherever you fall. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think there are going to be like, okay, we're having a pretty transparent conversation, you know, basically emphasizing that we don't believe the narrative. We are sort of awake to the false narrative, you could say, but like, I feel like in the next coming years, there's so many people on the edge that are ready to wake up. You know, so many people woke up in 2020. Like that's who I am kind of being drawn to is people that were asleep before 2020 and then boom, they're awake to all yes, of this. So that. the more, the more <laughs> extreme these things get, people are going to come to their senses. Like many of us were asleep ourselves and like people awake it any moment throughout life for all types of different reasons. Um, but like as corny as it is, the great awakening is, is due to happen. Like this is what's going to ultimately happen because it's just going to be tower card after tower card. When all of these things that we're being told are lies, we, us three know that they're, they're lies. We expect things to be lies coming out of the mainstream and um, most people, that would just be like shatter their world, but their world was already shattered in 2020. What the, the ones that aren't yet awake are going to be shattered again and shattered and shattered until they either die or they wake up, you know? So I think the next decade or so is going to be fucking crazy. But um, ultimately it's like, it really good will prevail and awakening will happen and it'll be worth it. And it'll be like at the end of the hero's journey where you're like, that was such a great journey. Dan, <laughs> that was hard. When you, you say, know? when you say good will prevail, think about this from the other side. And if you think about it in teams, since we're in duality realm, uh, mm -hmm. the other side, it, I mean, we can look at this with people that are the, the social justice warriors. They think they're on the good side and, and people that are opposed to them are the bad guys. You got to think like that. And, or otherwise you're on a bias. And if you're trying to come from a place of, of omniscience where you're just observing it and taking in the information that sets you on a bias and that's not going to give you a full view. Well, I, I mean, to bring it back to the idea of duality, like, my thing is, I think truth, tr truth is a real thing and falsehoods and lies are not the truth. And I think the good winning is just truth prevailing because lies crumble very easily. And um, that's what I'm just thinking. Everything I'm seeing in the narrative, some of these people are CGI. <laughs> it's fake. So, yes. oh my God. Yeah. So like, even that, that the, the, the truth will prevail. And, but just so many people are not ready for the truth. I think, I think it's a hard blow to wake up to the truth. 
Um, but it's, that's my, that's what I mean by like with time, truth will prevail. But I, I do see the next decade as like world war three, literally. Um, yeah. Whatever that means. I've been taking means. to putting welcome to hell in my tweets. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like, you just have to think of that's the astrologer in me. I'm like, yeah, but then when it's, when this, when this is over and then it's spring again, like in the generational way of looking at things like, and then Pluto goes into Aquarius and like it, there's going to be some shit going down, but the new age, like the newness of it all will at least be more evident. Now we're still in this like death phase. It's like the old, we're just watching the old just crumble, but whatever is new is due to be pretty sweet. I think from like a divine point of view and like, in looking at the ages. Um, so we just have to think about the long game, I think. And we're only, we're, it's only just begun. I think yeah. it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's only just, just begun. The, the thing, Jerry, Ooh, we're going carpenters now. Carpenters, I mean, yeah. You don't win me every time with that. <laughs> you know, the thing is with, uh, with, with this is we're looking at no matter what altered humans in the future. So this human, whatever you and I and Jerry are, we're, we're, we're the old G, we're the OG. The new humans are being altered. So whether it's genetically or not, the babies being born of this are a new type of human. This, I guarantee you, this will be a big deal. I guarantee you. And this idea of new humans with the new world order on the blockchain is a very big deal. And it's going to become more common for people to hear terminology such as this as we move deeper into this. Good we thing I've been using these about, terms since I was like 16. <laughs> right. It will because we're here we are talking in these circles, but outside yeah. people tapping in right now. Totally, yeah. Like, oh my God, these people are fucking crazy. And uh and so welcome, welcome to the world. I wanted to say something else. You know, people coming to for the first time recently, looking at the world and seeing how much is manipulated around them. It reminds me of that psychic sense. So here we are, we can see what a joke all this is. And it is. And so that's where we are. That's like being psychic where you can see, you can see it. It's so clear and obvious and blatant and in our faces. And yet these other people can't see at all what we're talking about. And that's what it is. You know, at least more people are coming into the way I have always felt. It's like, you're talking mm -hmm. and nobody has context to what you're saying. And now all of a sudden, a lot of people are starting to see that there's a curtain around everything in their life. Literally everything, <laughs> even old yes. stuff, like yes. really old stuff. Oh, this goes way back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know when I, when I think of, when I think about everything from like an astrological point of view, um, I mean, this was, this was going to be a big deal on very like universal levels, just with um, Saturn and Jupiter, Saturn and Pluto, um, those cycles and everything. And the fact that we are from like the sidereal point of view in the very late part of Pisces and beginning of Aquarius for the ages. Um, but I think it's all just about context. Like if, if we're how I think 
people like us talking about worst case scenarios or likely bad scenarios with like loss of freedoms or lockdowns or fucked up like tech things or fucked up AI or like all of that stuff. I, I mean, my like defense mechanism is to literally be like, okay, this is the game we're playing. Like this is going to keep me on my toes. I'm stubborn enough to not give into it and to maintain my humanity and like know that this 3d world is like, a sliver of the picture. And when you focus on higher things, like this world doesn't stand a chance, like the higher things emanate down. So it's kind of like, I'm just, my crutch is to just look at everything right now from an absurd perspective. And when shit gets real crazy, try to get like jacked up and excited about it and actually like be present in the chaos rather than like, yes, being afraid of what if, like, what if in 2022, they, they roll this out? What if that, I mean, I'm trying to manifest like, um, just a different, I'm trying to visualize like more best case scenarios, but being realistic. So I think best case scenario would be to live in an off grid, like, um, self-sufficient way as a lot of crazy changes, like are hit, plummeting the country right now the united yes. states in particular and um i think like whatever happens at the end of this trend of this pluto return with the united states it's not going to be the same it's going to just be whether the constitution holds up whether country whether we split off into different um like balkanized like california will be one country and texas another um whatever happens like this is the tumultuous Pluto energy in action. And like, it really, really kicked off in um, 2020, but it's like not even peaking yet. So it's going to be really intense um, in 2022 and afterwards after it separates. So um, I don't know. I, I, this is a simulation. Our consciousness can program it. <laughs> and like, I, I'm hoping to just have fun with this as fucked up as it is, you know? Well, I love your perspective and I agree with what you're saying. This is, this is like a, an amusement ride that we're on and to, I'm grateful for it. Honestly. Oh, me too. Well, the thing is what, you know, I, I still feel like we have, this is aside from some of the, the woo, I think there are a lot of people who have choice in coming into this realm. And I think that one of the reasons is to move through these experiences that can be had here in this dimension, in this realm, and to come here and be here and hide away in the name of safety seems like a waste when you know from the get-go here, you're not late, you're not staying, this ain't your home, this is a transitory thing, this is all transient, and so for those that really embrace the change, no matter what it is and no matter how darkly lit it can be, I think they're ahead. And I'm, I, I like to, but of course, that's my perspective. And, you know, I'm here for this ride too. I feel like I had some sort of commitment to be here and here I am, but mm-hmm. it does not go unnoticed that I don't think most people outside of status want to suffer and have pain. So those kinds of things 
always dictate in an amusement park what rides I may get on. So, you know, yeah. like I, I think I'm going to pass on that rickety hundred year old <laughs> wooden roller coaster. And I'm going to go do that crazy, you know, octopus looking metal thing, yeah. you know, so we get to choose our engagement here and how much we want to sure. And I think somehow that pays off the more we engage in our experience here with our projections into the outer world, uh, because it's all really the inner space that is what we're talking about when we're talking about what we are. Uh, I think that is the way for me, at least, is to have full engagement and kind of enjoy the absurd. I can tell you, I'm grateful to have all this going on as opposed to another of the same old 45 years, you know, like mm -hmm. every year you could just count on, okay, well it's Easter and there's going to be some bunnies fucking. <laughs> and, um, you know, like there's, it's, I'm here for the change, but at this point looking at it, I don't necessarily think some of the changes favorable to my enterprise as a soul in the world. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm lately thinking more about like past lives than I usually used to. And um, I, I don't know. I think a lot of people are here to sort of like ride this apocalypse out and sort of like, help facilitate it or like help um manage it for people that are less experienced with dealing with crazy tumultuous shit like this so and i think in like a really bad case scenario like if there was a, a power grid outage and we were really like out there on our own i just think of like the flow state you would be in in survival mode and like the intu the way your intuition would have to serve you like who can i trust who can i um tell certain things to who's on who's going to help me who you know like who's going to stab me in the back um so i think it'll just be like if in these chaotic situations the fight or flight thing puts you on a, a totally different wavelength and i think what happened with covid is like people were in this fight or flight mode and they chose um flight uh, or like flight into their homes locked down and um it's it's just really the fear control so i think if in the next 10 years we are there is no no power we can't go on twitter or zoom <laughs> to share ideas anymore like it's going to be like your instincts and your intuition and your spirit your psychic stuff is going to actually serve you um, cause I, I feel like all the, all this, the psychic stuff is evolutionary in my opinion. And, um, like the psychic realm is going to really open up and the reality of the spiritual war we're in will really open up and we'll be like, yeah, that's like fucking Sauron yes. over there. Yes. <laughs> um, like making it like ready for <laughs> downfall. <laughs> I love when Jerry cracks up. <laughs> I've been cracking up. I have my microphone off. <laughs> Yeah, I just been. I love the Lord of the Rings reference, so it's so apropos. It's, and, it is so apropos. And that coupled mm -hmm. with the fact that uh, Amazon is um, not rebooting it, but doing a prequel series. That's Lord gonna, of the Trans. Yes, it's going to be so woke. It's going to be horrible. Ooh, Lord. It's I just want to Lord of the Beep, Lord of the Bi POC. <laughs> I just wanted to add to your sentiment there about. Uh, 
when the big flush comes, as it were, that that's what's going to break the the younger generation, these kids who've been brought up on the internet, who know nothing else, who can't uh, sit still for five minutes without touching their phone kind of thing. You know, when the grid right, goes down, yeah. these people are going to go berserk because they don't yeah, know what gonna, else to do. Yeah, it's going to be psychosis. Yeah. It, yeah, it's going to be a, a I can't wait. snap. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like a mass psychotic snap. Yeah, well, we, no, uh, we've already had plenty of those. Let's be real. <laughs> but none of these like, people not, like own not on books, the level, you know? Yeah. It's not like, on I mean, level. I've seen some demonic meltdowns of SJWs oh, on yeah. like a Portland sidewalk where I'm just like, <laughs> damn. Like, it's yeah, gonna be but what Jerry's talking about is like this would be in mass. We've yeah, seen them in yeah, small groups. Yeah, yeah. This would be a big event. This Dude, would I'm be totally gonna film it. going crazy, but you can't film it. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to film it in my brain. That's right. You're going to have to be omniscient or work on your levitation yeah. skills. And you're thinking about the, the psychic abilities opening up or whatever you were talking about right there. Um, I really think that the, the internet age has been training wheels for when that happens. Yeah, I mean... I was having crazy, like during 2020, like I would wake up from a dream and be like, what the fuck? Like, where the fuck was I? That was a different plane, you know, like lots of that were, and I was smoking a ton of weed. Like I shouldn't have been remembering these dreams, but I feel like there wasn't an, and I hear people talk about their awakenings in like 2020. Like I didn't full on awake awaken from like being asleep because i've always had a conspiratorial worldview but like i was right i felt that too so i think there's like there's these waves of like spiritual like kundalini shit like that that shit's real and um that's almost like an acid trip in itself and like being able to function when you are like you're you're like blasting off with kundalini or something i don't know stuff like that just like aura stuff i feel like i'm becoming more aware of lately and it's it's pretty tight i that's that's just my experience though mm, that's fantastic jerry you look like you want to say something no just, i wanted I'm to taking say taking it all in go ahead say it baby the uh the what they're going to do so they're going to there is going to be some big blackout stuff that happens for sure but it's the reason, and here's the reason why, because you, you bet you by golly, it's going to be absolutely planned. And, uh, and again, this may not be the people under that understand that are in the system that, you know, they don't know this is a bigger agenda at a bigger, at a higher level. So they're going to get some big blackouts going that are planned and they'll get back online, but it's going to be the next push to get, to go in the direction Elon Musk wants you to go with the neural net. And because then even if the, if it, if everything's blacked out and I know this reasoning sounds crazy, but this is just how I saw it. Just like when I look at all the crazy stuff I see now on the news and stuff, and I'm like, I know it sounds crazy, right? It sounds crazy. So this sounds crazy. Uh, they're going to use that to get people to get wired up in a new and different way through 
the stuff that Elon Musk is doing, but he's not the only one. There are other options out there. And that way, if the lights go out, you will still be able to communicate <laughs> with people. So maybe Weird. the services Ugh. are down, but you'll still be able to have access to uh, to people and to um, emergency services uh, remotely as a, through your head and through the system that is being redundantly reinforced right now, even though they're saying the opposite with our grid. The thought that came to my mind when you're talking about this is like, well, what if all the untranshumanized people, like the trauma of this and the survival necessities just blast their psychic abilities open? And there's, I mean, I'm thinking of like the idea of like the astral being like the untranshumanized internet sort of and like in such a survival mode where you're not becoming transhuman like what if we all just become super psychic and we have like an internet and we have like full access to the astral i mean well you've got to have here's one of and this is on in the woo section but those of us that are spirited, souled, however you want to look at that, some people think they're different and inhabit each other. The spirit inhabits the soul, etc. cetera. Uh, that is what we can do, those of us with that quality, whatever you want to call the soul. We can do this naturally, and we do do it naturally, and it's been it's been retarded in us. It's been mm-hmm. put into the system that you are inhabiting right now in your body and it's been repressed. So the things that are not walking amongst us or that are walking amongst us that are not with a soul, that is where they want to get you on the level playing ground. This is why people that have had these awakened abilities have been have found themselves in asylums, have found themselves in programs, have found themselves in addicts. I mean, we've always been pushed aside because it's a, it's scary to the rest of the herd that we're in and, yeah. uh, and, and are a part of. So you've got to consider that there are things walking around you every single day in your life that are not human. And I'm not talking about the recently jabbed. And so you with your soul, that little lad of yours, that's a whole different dynamic. And that's the real, and I, I constantly, it's the only way I see earth as a place where soul mining happens. Now we hear talk totally. about that. Loosh is one of the words, what we used to in the old school child, we called it life force. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, it's, what it's, those space vampires eat. Yeah, that's it's literally a very like, your... significant piece, Jerry, and you know it. I know. Like, how dimmed is your light is the real question. Like, I mean, I know mine's been super dimmed at certain points in my life, but I don't know. the def- Maybe it's harsh, but I feel like so many of the average people I see on the streets seem like really numbed out and like staring at their phones. And I don't see light in them. And then when I just think, okay, well, they would be the ones to get the jab. Um, and then it's like, what happens next when you're already that dim? Um, think about the circus, right? The sideshow and the con artists that get you, they want to separate you from your $5. And, mm-hmm. uh, 
if you think about the soul miners in the same way, you don't know. A lot of people come in, they're wiped of their, of their memories. They're wiped of everything. You don't, you come in and you don't know what's going on. You have to learn everything. And what you're doing is you're relearning. And uh, these con artists that are soul mining, you don't know that that thing you have, that little lad of yours is precious, that it is, it is actually precious in this whole existence. It is your internal star and they want to separate you from it. And so we become indoctrinated into all these systems and all of this world that has built up around us because here we are in the here and now. And a lot of people get separated from their soul, just like Mm -hmm. that Carney does with the $5 showing people gaffes you know in the next room see elephant man and all this uh it's it's a game like that it's totally a sport this mm-hmm. realm is all about a sport well I, what you just said makes me think of like you know what were you when you were like f- five years old when you're a child and you're like totally innocent and just like that's what a soul is then usually in the journey into adulthood, you're just like numbed and numbed and dimmed and dimmed. And you're just an NPC. Indoctrinated intentionally. And I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what the battle is. It's like, are you numb to your own soul or are you like doing what it takes to be more ensouled, I guess? Most people, and that's the thing with like these atheist materialists, like mainstream rhetoric, like that shit is garbage. It's mind junk food. And um, we're paying the price for it now, literally. It's been around for a good minute. Like the, the, eight, the, the new atheism, all of that stuff has been in, out in the ethers for like, 10 15 years and look where it's gotten us like people you see people out there that are psychotic (laughs) and are really like not even acting like real humans sometimes but i i don't know possibly they're not yeah did you see yesterday um like someone executed two people live streamed it on an instagram no, please fill us in on that, Jared. Uh, I don't know. I, I will just give a disclaimer, though. <laughs> like, even stories like this, I'm like, loosh. You know, oh, like, absolutely. I, I'm, and I'm just like, not to like cut you off, Jerry, but I'm just like, but you whenever people ask me about like, did you hear about the tr- the tragedy that was on the news? I say no. Yeah. Because I don't watch the news. And, and that's I don't want to exactly- really know about it. But, that's exactly but I do what, want to know about this one because you brought it up. That's exactly why I didn't dig into it because it's a, mm-hmm. a loose farm. But um, but just being aware is one thing. Yeah, and I just wanted totally, to yeah. use it to exemplify your thing about the craziness that, that, that is out there. That Anyway, someone shot two people in the back of the head live streaming it on Instagram. What was the setup here? Were they friends? Were they just I, walking I, like down I said, the street? I didn't look into it. I just saw the news story that they, you know, it stayed up for like, 30 minutes before it got taken down. Yeah. I have been trying to collect stories of in the last, what is it? Three years now. And I have some, a lot of people that I I rely on that send me stuff. Um, And hello, angel out there. And uh, 
this is one of the things I've been following and I'm following it as a line of inquiry that, okay, one time is weird. And then growing up, you heard about a couple key experiences of weird stuff, you know, that happened where a mom went crazy and killed her kids. I mean, for God's sake, we have Lizzie Borden. It happens it like that story became so famous because it wasn't the common story. And now the story that Jerry just reported you mm -hmm. gave us is a common story. So it's like we have a Lizzie Borden around every corner. And I became curious about the frequency of these and started looking and started checking small town papers because you can't just aggregate this stuff. You actually have to have people looking it's a more than a one person thing and you have to check cities because this stuff's not making the mainstream national news anymore. It's not a big deal. It's common. And I mean, we heard about the one guy in Florida that ate the other guy and they blamed, you know, ate his face and blamed it on bath salts. And then how there were so many more after that and still happening, but you only still hear, you only heard that that was the one shock and awe of it. And so this narrative where people are just turning and doing crazy shit like killing their kids and spouse and then the one that was walking i think it's new york she had her she killed her baby and she's got her baby in a buggy and all of a sudden um and, and the baby's decaying and all of a sudden that's what Jeez. got her in trouble the flies in the in the crate in the crate whatever the baby carriage um started to give her away and that's what got people to notice she had a dead baby in there and it turns out she killed it these stories that's There's, some entities. Well, this is what I'm talking about. This is the possession, and that's a fully integrated possession. Mm -hmm. And again, it's that con artist trying to separate you from your soul. And it's really looking like it's an easy game here right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally entity attachment or like possession, um, a whole rabbit hole. But yeah, especially when you go to like when there's substance substances involved like drugs or alcohol um i've definitely like you don't have to be psychic to see that that's like something visually noticeable about what takes people over and um even when people are like blacked out on something but they're still walking around talking and saying crazy shit like it's yeah. um oh hell like ambient people have yeah. second lives mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on ambient their, their but, first yeah. life's not really good but their second ambient life they're fucking everyone <laughs> yeah I, I i've been focusing a lot on just like kind of like folk like maintaining my internal vibration which is like super hippie new agey which is usually not my style but lately oh, it has baby, been. it's real though yeah and it's like um i like I took uh, taking shrooms really helps me. I did that recently. And when I was on them, I was just like, every moment is kind of like every, every moment there's new thoughts coming in your head. Every moment is like a choice of, am I going to like start thinking negatively or am I going to think just positively and feel good? You know, cause you can just make yourself feel good through your own consciousness. And um, I, I think I, I really do believe in the great awakening and um, it's happening and it's growing and um, I'm trying to like ride that wave actually um, and treat this like clown world, even when it's and treat it like clown world and then agree 
that it's going to get way worse before it gets better. So, you know. Well, I love that perspective. And this is why I, like at the Cosmic Salon, I end almost every show with keep dreaming, dream yourself alive, dream your Mm -hmm. future, dream what you want and the world you want to be in. And, you know, we get there. And so this is all honing us. This is all This is the fire and we are being forged in it. And those of us that walk with this process are going to shine. We're going to be sharp and we're going to shine and it's going to be worth it. All this Mm -hmm. that we are about to move through. I, I have a lot of hope because like I personally at a certain time in my life went through what I would consider trauma and just have the perspective that it's like a very long journey to address that and like uh, work with it. Everybody was traumatized in 2020 period. So it's now a question of how long can people resist working on themselves? Like people are acting a fool right now. Even I, I do every day, but like uh, people can only resist so long before like there's the tower card moment and they have to face their shadow and it sucks, but like bad things lead to that, like difficult things, traumatic, traumatic things lead to that and it empowers people. So given that everyone on the planet was basically traumatized, everyone has the potential to address that trauma and the other trauma, the karmic stuff, the soul stuff, and really wake up. And I just think that I think it's probable that that will happen. So it's just going to be messy along the way. And there might be freaking Schwab soldiers knocking on your door or something, but um, ultimately we're going (laughs) to, we're going to get through it. I think And if they shoot me in the head, I don't give a shit. Like, this well, world sucks game over. And then you I love life, on. but like, I'm not, I am not afraid of dying the way a lot of people are. I, that's kind of me being ballsy, but like people being uncomfortable with the concept of death um, is being addressed in real time right now. And oh, so it's, many ways. it's out, it's in the public. Everyone. And I think that's a good fear. thing. Yeah. That's shadow. That's what shadow work is. So yeah. ultimately like, the shadow work that is going to be inevitable will lead to the great awakening, in my opinion. Well, when you're talking the great awakening, I oh, that terminology is always kind of interesting in that one of the things that, well, it seems to me that in the idea of death, in one's death, that this is a moment, if we move into it as conscious as possible, being awake for it, being lucid and showing up, uh, there is this aspect of an epiphany. Mm-hmm. I believe that, and I believe this for birth as well, the process of epiphany creates or generates such a major amount of psychic energy that mm-hmm. it literally pushes you through into a new existence. It, it, it cleaves And then you. it's contagious to others. It triggers other people to get there. So that's kind of the name of the game. Don't give up your louche and do what you're talking about, Nish. Like try to facilitate epiphany, which means you have to be vulnerable and you have to be honest about bringing your soul back. Because if you get traumatized, you lose a part of your soul. 
in a sense. Well, one of the things that has guided me my whole life is at the end of the day, you know, when you're, when you're getting ready to sleep and the words of the day, the chatter of the day come up for me, when that comes up and I'm reliving stuff that I had, and we can, we can apply this to your whole life, but just for the days and examples, you go to bed, uh, stuff that lingers from the day that's chatter mm-hmm. things you said and did this even if it's is, like chores like i see like if i was like digging all day when i'm falling asleep i'm digging you know right when there's a reason to have these kinds of reviews and sometimes it, and, and you have to so uh, let's look at like something weird or uncomfortable or you said something or you did something that maybe in the moment you, it was just knee jerk and you responded and you hurt somebody's feelings. Let's just keep it simple. And you have to deal with rehurting their feelings and feeling like a jerk when you're processing this. This is part of what the psyche, psyche does. And, and if you can greet that when it pops up immediately, you can get ahead of it instead of pushing it away and repressing it where it can find content psychically and express itself in your outer world vis-a-vis projection onto other people, sometimes inanimate objects. And that is a big deal is to remember that we are always living in our space. And that is what? our actions, our energetic signature, our exchanges with other people. And all of this gets reflected back on you at some point. So it can be your deathbed. It can be every night before you go to sleep. It can be in a meditation. At some point, you have to face yourself. And hopefully that's what's happening with the whole collective and this big awakening is a gigantic epiphany and birth into something new and beautiful. Amen. I loved that. And I, I think I actually comprehended all of that. Like that was really. Amen. Really good thing. That's what I'm Baby. saying. Like a second ago, <laughs> I think I, I thought maybe, maybe I thought you were going to ask me the question where did the idea of the great awakening come from? What is it based in? Is it baseless? And my thing I'm thinking is like, who cares? Like, let's just call it this thing that's about to happen. And the more we talk about it, the more it'll happen. That's basically it, you know? Yes. um, That's like the, the manifestation skill, I guess. And it's hard and it feels like you're insane to like daydream that hard. But, um, I don't know. The biggest thing I keep saying is like, laugh at the clowns. Don't be afraid of the clowns. And then that's like a huge, that gives you a huge edge off the bat because it's no more loose slaying. And then from there, it's like, figure out your own soul. Like what makes you like, what makes you feel like you're, you're called to do it so bad that like, it can make you cry. Just like, Oh, like, you know, that's what, that should be your like guiding light is like what can get you so get get to the feel so good that you start choking up and you're like yes yes yeah like yeah that's kind of what i'm trying to cultivate is like those moments and um cultivating those moments makes you give less fucks about the psyops that are happening and um 
But isn't it fun? I mean, and I say this, and I'm saying this as somebody who's on the ground level with everyone else. Isn't it fun to actually be able to see what a psyop is and see them in action? So it might be yes. terrible, <laughs> but at the same time, it's really great to be able to know that you're seeing things clearly. Dude, I love the caricatures of Bill Gates and Fauci and Klaus Schwab. Like, oh my God, like I bravo. Know. I know. <laughs> like, who made those puppets? Seriously, I'm a better like, woodcarver. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember Make that real. character from that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can go, I mean, all the way. Where's Punch and Judy when you need them? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, we're up to our, over our two hour mark, so. Oh, this was so fun. Oh, I know. I, you are so easy to talk with always. I know. You guys rock. And um, I I was just ripping a joint, just like going off. But <laughs> yes. it, felt, it felt good. Because I, I know you guys are like non-judgmental on any idea. Like you're so open-minded and it's like a good place to just go off. Like I feel like some of the stuff I said, it was like, quote unquote, crazy, but like, who gives a fuck? It was, it was cathartic, you know? I heard nothing crazy. Absolutely. And that's so funny too, how, how we've been conditioned by that to speak your truth, right? And then have somebody call you crazy. It's an <laughs> right. interesting dynamic. I know, I'm proud to be crazy though. Oh, conspiracy <laughs> theorist. I wanted to- uh, Don't call me that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I wanted to uh, give some shout I got vaccinated. To, <laughs> to, One more uh, time for all of the old times. To uh, Jet Petty, thank you for the super chat. We love you, Jet Pet. I've, Jet Pet, it, Jet oh, Pet she's is awesome. old school, always been around, just love her. Yep, and uh, we had a lot of great people in chat tonight. Thank you so much for being there. It was a great conversation. I love our chats, Thank even you. though I don't see them when they're happening. Yeah, we, I, I should we have do been have a good crew. This of course, crew. yeah, you guys are OGs. We <laughs> talked yeah. about this. Well, don't you love it when you're in the chat and you see like it's a generally a really friendly chat with interesting conversations going on. Totally, yeah, it's fun, and it's I love live too. So yeah, it's that's no no take backs. Uh, did you want to plug anything, Dan? Um, my show is the Cosmic Keys podcast. Uh, just put out the first episode of season three today. I spoke with Carol Roth, who just wrote a book called oh. The War on Small Business. Yes. Um, and you know. We got a little woo. I told her, I was like, this is a woo show, but uh, I read your book and I really want to freaking talk to you. Uh, so yeah, that um, my show is in the spirit of obelisk and Nox Mente, very woo usually. And I do astrology and I'm now on Rockfin. So if you're on Rockfin, I'm going to be streaming the like weather report of the astrology every week um, with like hangouts after and charts and visuals and so it's kind of a new phase of the show, but um, I'm sticking with the podcast game because I like talking to people like you, Nish and Jerry. So um, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's why we do it, you know? Yeah, we we it's all love, baby. It's all Hell love. Yeah. And you do a damn good job. I love your show. Yeah, you guys do too. I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, I listen, so. 
Well, I know, child. That's why we friends. <laughs> Thanks again. Amen. <laughs> Thanks again for coming on the show, and thank you, Nish. Thank you, everyone who listened, and uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks, and it will be our fourth anniversary show. Ooh, oh my nice. God! Already. <laughs> Already. Jeez. Enter I'm gonna need some what new difference underwear. Four years makes. <laughs> yeah, really, for, for real. I I know from where we started. Look yeah. at us now, Jared. I, know. I mean, the I world. Know. What happened? Well, now you're you're talking current events instead of theoretical conspiracy. You're well, just we're talking, trying to blend like news people. We're blending the two, I think, is a better way to look at it. Well, yeah, because it's happening real time. Exactly. So we have to. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think we're gonna have Suzanne on next time. Yay! Because it's that time of the month. That's right, Suzanne. It's It's that time of the month, Carl. It's the lady time of the month. (laughs) I love it. I used to have a girlfriend who called it the lady time. I got my lady time. Oh, that I—that's so southern. Was she southern? Yeah. Yeah, that's very southern. Yeah. Up in the north, you know, is different. Yeah, I'm on the rag. Right, that's on the right the, the east coast. I'm I knew a, a lot of people would say, "Got my dot," you know, for spotters out there. Hello, mm-hmm. hello. All right, well, Dan, <laughs> I love you. Thank you for being our friend yeah, and coming yeah, here that. and just being raw. And Jerry, I love uh, you too, Daddy. Hey, love, thank love you. Both you guys. Thank you, Jerry and Nish, for having me. It was a blast, and I only went ham and went raw because y'all are homies, and that's how we. That's how we do. That's how so, we roll. Gen X rocks. This, and oh, I'm I'm about that. Here. I'm about it. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, everyone, you take care. And thank and you to everyone who, yeah. who, who who tunes in. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Right. This is a great pleasure always to yeah. spend your time. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.